Welcome to the Bullcast Podcast. I'm Katie Pickler, and with me is my awesome co-host, Court Winsett. Hello! <laughs> okay, starting off the bat right there with a Little Miss Doubtfire, was that? Little Miss Doubtfire. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are excited to have you guys back. Um, we are going to talk a little bit about budgeting and why to have a budget. Please don't go ahead and turn us off. We promise this is going to be fun, informational, and just stick with us. It's going to be great. And there's the opening bell. So budgeting, my goodness, what a topic. We could probably and will probably cover at least a couple, if not several episodes over the topic of budgeting. Um, But this first budgeting episode, budgeting part one, if you will, uh, not budgeting part two, electric boogaloo, but budgeting part (laughs) one, why budget? Why should you have a budget? We've been trying to figure out how we were going to work a top five into this episode. Because, I mean, you know, budgeting, and this episode specifically is talking about why you should budget. Mm -hmm. So how do we work a top five out of why you should budget? And so what we came up with is basically the top five things that you should budget for, but you don't. I mean, you know, makes sense. It's a little bit of a leap. We're we're assuming that they've already accepted the fact that you should budget, and now we're telling them, okay, you not only should you budget, but here are some things that even you are probably going to overlook. Yeah, and and again, this is us being personal and kind of telling you personal experiences. So my top five of what I should be budgeting for, but don't haven't, but don't need need to do it. Need to. So number one would be dental work. Um, I build in for my, you know, two times a year going to the dentist, getting my teeth cleaned, all of that goodness. But don't build in for when the dentist goes, oh, we've got a little problem over here. And, you know, whatever it may be that they have to fix. And then you're just laying there with your mouth open and you can't talk and you're just spinning thinking dollar signs are Hello. everywhere. <laughs> yes. So uh, definitely need to always build in that dental work is expensive. Yeah. Well, yes, for sure. <laughs> Number two um, would definitely be fridges, but really all kinds of appliances. I've heard from numerous people that your fridge. Including me about 10 seconds ago. Yeah. Your fridge is not <laughs> going to die <laughs> in a perfect storm when there's nothing in it and there's a sale at Lowe's. It's not going to happen. Why not? <laughs> it doesn't happen that way. It's always going to be right before you have an event, right before you've just run to Costco. You know, if you're a new mom and you've got breast milk in the freezer or something like that, it's going to always happen at the worst possible moment where you have to pull your money together real fast because you need a fridge. <laughs> And a fridge is something you can't wait. You can't say, oh, we'll get another time. So that's number two. Number three, I have recently purchased a new home and it is a new build. And so I was budgeting how much it would cost for the moving, how much it would cost to buy a house. You you do that sometimes. I mean, like sometimes you'll go like, okay, we're gonna we're going to budget for a new house. Mm-hmm. We are going to buy ourselves a new house and you budget and you plan and you say, "Okay, we can we can spend this much on our new house." Yeah. We can afford this much of a payment because yep. let's let's face it, most people are not going to just pay cash on, you know. No, you figure out what you can afford mortgage payments, monthly you payment. Estimate what you think the utilities and stuff may be. And then all of a sudden you move, you buy the house. Let's say you buy the house, then you move in and what happens? You realize there's not window treatment. I'm not talking about 
the pretty curtains. There are no blinds. So that sun is shining down on me. And I don't want it shining down on me. Don't let the sun shine down on me. Elton Johnson, my favorite. Please don't ruin it. Anyways, you budget, you plan, you're so excited about this house, and then you realize you might have to deal with newspaper on your windows because you did not budget how expensive it was to put blinds all over the house. Yeah, so it's the little things that get you and bite you in the butt. And well, like, the little oh. things or the big things. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, money pit. Yeah, money dream pit. house. Uh-huh. Um, just saying, yeah. just saying. Move on. Uh, number three. So, uh, well, that was number three. So number four is pets. Uh, pets are so cuddly and cute. They're your best friends. So cute. You want to take care of them. They cost so much money. They do cost so much. First of all, did you know that you have to feed pets? Well, yeah. I, know I that. did not know that. Yes, yeah, so you've got to feed them, but you've also got to take them to the doctor. They get sick. They get sick, but it's they crazy. also need their shots so they don't get sick. Mm. But then sometimes you go and you think it's just a regular checkup. And I had adopted two little kittens that were left on the side of the road. I felt like a hero. And uh, their names are Monroe and Kennedy. You'll find out probably later that I love Marilyn Monroe and JFK. I think they're just a cute little thing. <laughs> Anyways... <laughs> Hey, Jackie! Jackie! Come here! No, 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 no. But I found out that there's such a thing as a kitty cardiologist. Oh, no, there isn't. Yes. Come so on. my cute little kitten, Kennedy, had a little heart murmur, and of course the vet couldn't handle it, so I took the him cat to a specialist. The cat had a cat heart murmur, so yes. you had to bring in the cat cardiologist. Yes, the kitty, I call him the kitty cardiologist, and the kitty cardiologist is really expensive, and I did not budget for that. Last one, phones. Phones are our life source. They've got our email. They've got everything. It's. I've thought about getting rid of mine. Throw well, it in the lake. Well, mine's addicted to me. It's I, never. <laughs> your phone my is addicted to you. I mean, well, you have an extraordinary <laughs> sense of self. My phone. <laughs> I always have my phone by me. I am addicted to my phone. Man. Oh, okay. Yes. But your phone is something that we all freak out if we lose it, and we freak out if it dies. But your phone is not going to really die or break at that exact moment you walk into the store and they're like, oh, it's perfect. You have an upgrade or we have a discount. No, it's going to be like two days before you had an upgrade happen or when there's some like no sale going on. Now it's over. And and you have to have a phone. You can't just, no one can deal with not having a phone anymore. It's just reality. But enough about my top five. I want to hear about your top five, Court. Well, my top five, the top five things that I should budget for that I don't, mm-hmm. or at least that I didn't until I learned my lesson, right? You okay, learned. number one, <laughs> I learned it. <laughs> <laughs> number one is auto maintenance. You, you go through and you're like, okay, well, I'm going to need this much gas in a month and I'm going to need this much oil in a month or this this many oil changes in a in a month or in a couple of months. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, and then you take it in for the oil change and they go, oh, by the way, you need four thousand dollars of of maintenance mm-hmm. that you had no they, they're telling you there are things that are wrong with your car that you didn't even know were things that existed. And so all of a sudden you you you're on the hook for all of this money and you haven't planned for it. You so you should always have you should always have money set aside. You should always expect that there is something that is going to go wrong with your car. Plan for your automobiles? Yes. 
Okay, when I was a kid, there were there were pools all around me. Everybody, it seemed like, had a pool. And I could not understand why my parents would not let me have a pool because I loved to jump into the water and swim down to the bottom of the pool and just sit there and float uh, under the water and look and up. freak out your parents I, I did i freaked out my parents it was yes it was, i didn't do it intentionally but it, anyway okay so i could not figure out why my parents would not get me a pool then i bought a house with a pool <laughs> and then you found out i found out i found out the hard way that pools cost a lot and even after I realized that pools cost a lot, I still didn't put it in my budget because I was like, oh, it's just this one-time thing. Oh, it'll just take this one-time uh, payment to get somebody to clean it and then it'll be fine. It'll be great. No, nope. that is ongoing. It costs you that same amount, $100, $200, $300 every month. And forget about it if you actually have something like your pump go bad or your pool get 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 destroyed or damaged then it's a whole That's a horse of a different color yeah it's absolutely a horse of a different color dorothy <laughs> i what's your next one well i just want to reiterate that i hate pools <laughs> okay we got it <laughs> okay I, i'm kind of going on this whole like oh you buy your first house and what what weren't you expecting well guess what you weren't expecting you weren't expecting that air conditioning is not one of those things that lasts <laughs> Every single summer, it seems like I have to pay somebody to come out and and put Freon into my air conditioner just to make it make my house cold. I thought it was one of those things where it was like, oh, yeah, turn it on. It works. Guess what? It doesn't cost you money every single year. You have to plan for that stuff. Mm-hmm. Number four. I, OK, I'm sorry. I, I realize I'm. I, as I say all of these things, I am sounding more and more like an old man. And you, I, I guess I am an old man. But pest control, for goodness sake, can you believe it? You have to pay somebody to come out and spray things in your house that are poisonous, that are that, that, that will keep the bugs out of your house. And, mm-hmm. if, and, and they charge a lot. They do. Because their chemicals are expensive. Yes. But yes. you've got to have it because you don't want any of those little things in your house. Well, I don't mind the little things in my house, but I have found that the other members of my family do not mind, do not want the, the little things in the no, house. No, they don't yeah. want ants and no. spiders. Screams in the middle of the night wake me up and terrorize <laughs> me. Finally, I just want to say things that you should be budgeting for that you don't. Children. Okay. People, when they talk about having children, they talk about uh, what should we do? Should we have a child? Can we take care of it? Will we be good parents? The financial consideration is a big deal. It is. They're expensive. Well, they they are. They're they're. We're so out here. You you've got to feed them. I mean, first and foremost. But then beyond that, you've got to clothe them. Who knew that? You have to keep a roof over their head. Mm-hmm. I mean, assuming you have a roof over your own head, you might be good with that. But then you have to entertain them. You have to you have to start doing things to keep them active. Children's sports are expensive. And this is something that you have to budget for. And you probably don't, or at least I didn't. I mm-hmm. don't. On a normal basis, I, I would just 
I would be like, oh, yeah, we've got this and this and this. And then they're going to play soccer in the spring or soccer in the fall and baseball in the spring. And, you know, we'll do that. No, you can't do that because you have to you have to budget for uniforms. You have to budget for dues for the team. You have to budget for all of these things. If you're on a if you're on a club team and you have to travel, you have to oh, budget yeah. travel for the traveling. Expenses. All of this stuff, it all adds up. It's And then crazy. add home stuff so they can practice whatever their sport is. Oh my lanta. It is <laughs> amazing. So all of these things, you have to take everything into consideration. All of this stuff is stuff that has to go into the budget. It all has to be considered. It all has to be part of the plus column or the minus column and a lot of times with kids it's the minus column take that into consideration that is a huge reason you have to budget and that's our top five so katie let's move on i guess we'll move on to the main topic which is budgeting part one Mm -hmm. why budget why budget and uh you know budget phobia it's I think instantly when you hear the word budget, a lot of people's skin starts crawling and they get all itchy and they just kind of tuck their head and avoid it because budget isn't fun. Um, I mentioned on another episode that I actually have an event planning company in addition to being a financial advisor. And so I, I have to deal with budgets a lot when I'm working with clients. And I never would dream about doing an event or doing a wedding with somebody if I didn't have an idea of how much they want to spend, have an idea of their budget and go through with them and figure out what's important where do they want to split this money out so you wouldn't do an event without a budget but yet all of us or majority of us are going every day without a budget in our minds Hmm. it's i think i read somewhere like 32 percent of u.s households actually use a budget which is shocking that's interesting i wonder how many how many people have a budget versus use a budget because those are two very different things oh yeah they are there may be a lot of people out there that quote unquote have a budget quote unquote Mm -hmm. but you know using it is part of is part of the whole thing but how old is your budget when was the last time you budgeted you know you've got to keep on top of these things and why do you have to do it first of all let's talk about why people generally do budget they usually usually by the time they decided they budgeted they're in trouble yeah it's too late you you realize you need a budget when you when you've got one of those major expenses we just mentioned come up yeah something came up and you're like oh how are we going to pay for this what's going on you know we've just been willy-nilly spending and at the end of each month we're fine you know we're not negative but yeah we're in trouble now and what we kind of want you to walk away from with this is that if you don't do a budget until that moment it's it's not too late but you need to do it prior to before you get in trouble right i mean if you are just now realizing that oh my i'm in debt way over my head i can barely cover my interest payments i need to budget Uh, it's too late you've waited too long if all of a sudden you're trying to get a loan to buy a, a house your first house or to buy a car or to buy something else and you go to the bank and you apply for a loan and you get denied because you have bad credit because of all of your debt or whatever you realize you need to budget. It's too late. You haven't budgeted early enough. If you if you have some sort of major event, if you're coming up and, okay, for instance, I have two daughters and, well, yeah. You better start planning now for those yeah, weddings. Weddings, right? <laughs> Am I right? Expensive, yeah. I'll yeah, tell so you that. <laughs> all of a sudden, I get to this point in life where I'm like, oh, my daughters 
are of Marian age and <laughs> I have no money saved set aside for their weddings. And it's too late at that point. So yeah. you, you, you got to do it before you realize you need it. You got to start early. And, and I'll break, I'll be honest with you guys. Budgets suck. I'm sorry, <laughs> there's no better way to put it, but they suck. It's not fun to sit there and try and figure out every aspect of your life. And, you know, on another episode, we're going to really break it down how to build it. But this one is just about why it's important, why we feel like you should care enough about taking control of your finances and your life that you want to implement a budget. And we're going to get into another point of how this doesn't have to be that chain to your leg constricting. This can be something that's just a part of you and that you have that awareness of where your money's going and you're then able to eventually... and save and do all these different wonderful things and not freak out when you go to the dentist and you know have that grandiose bill that pops up or you go and get your car and something happens with your car right it could and it needs to change as you get married as you add a kid as you know a kid moves out and you hopefully don't have them on your payroll anymore um as your job changes as your priorities change it's just it's something that works with you and lives with you. But at the end of it, it the budget will give you control. It will. Okay, so what it comes down to is why should you budget? Well, first and foremost, biggest reason, it is the most essential element of, of taking control of your life. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we got that out of the way. That's, number, that's reason number one. A number one, most essential element of taking control of your life. Okay, so let's get down a little bit, a little bit more detail. Not you know, not too nitty gritty, but what what exactly are we taking control of when we when we decide we are going to budget because we are going to take control of our lives? What exactly are the elements of our life that we're going to be taking control of? I think so much of it is emotional. It's your emotions are attached with spending money and I think a lot of times when you don't want to do a budget it's because you're scared you don't want to see really where you're spending your money you don't want to admit to yourself that you're not being smart with your money or maybe you're in denial of what you are spending on and that this making a budget and taking the time to really look at it is the most honest thing facing right back at you of this is honestly where you're spending your money and you can't run away from it. So we did that we did that whole episode 2, I believe, on where your money No, episode 2 was where your money comes from. Yeah. Episode 3 was where your money goes. Yeah, where you're spending it. So a number, you know, a, a good like starter for budgeting is when we talked about figuring out where your money goes, that's a good reason to budget because you're going to figure out where your money goes. That's sort of the the starting point of budgeting, I guess, is is figuring out where your money goes. Yeah. So this We're, may be kind of far-fetched, but Jay Gatsby, great Gatsby. Yes. He, I mean, he had tons of money. He, you know, whatever work you want to say he did, bootlegging or whatever it may be, you know, whether it was right or wrong, the way he got his money, but he did. But he didn't have a budget. He had tons of income coming in. He threw these lavish parties. And at the end of it, he was broke and didn't get the girl, which, you know, that's a whole other side note. That has nothing to do with him not having a budget, but that's just, you know, dagger in the heart, <laughs> extra to it. Salt but in it the kind wound. Of, yeah, it, that kind of example in a far-fetched way is saying even someone that has all this money still needs a budget. They still 
need to hold themselves accountable so they don't blow through their money just willy-nilly having this emotions of, oh, I'm good, I don't need to have a budget. Because no matter if you're a millionaire or not, you got to have a budget. Well, I mean, you know, one of the things that I think we talked about, we did talk about this in the first episode, was was uh, lottery winners. And the fact yeah. that even, like, huge lottery winners, all of them, it, I can't remember exactly what the statistic was now, but something like five years after they win, like most of them are out of yeah. money or something uh-huh. like that. So even, it doesn't matter how much money you have. If you don't have a budget, if you don't have a plan then you're going to blow through that money. So a key is to have it written down. And I'm doing the little quotey finger thing when I say have it (laughs) written down because you can have it written down longhand on a pad. I know people that still keep their entire life on a pad of paper despite all of the other gadgets that we have. (laughs) Or you could have something written down in in, in an app on your phone or in, in, in in a spreadsheet on your computer. But have something written down. Have a plan. There needs to be a plan. And just because you have a plan, we're not saying that it's just going to be perfect. Life still happens. Oh, absolutely. Big shocks still happen. It's just if you have a plan, it may not be as shocking. It may not be as big of an impact. Well, it, it still may be an absolute shock, but it may not absolutely ruin you. And we'll rock the financial boat as much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you know, you, you can deviate from the plan. It's okay to shift. It's it, it's nice if you have the ability to shift. And if you've got zero in savings, for instance, then your flexibility is not going to be nearly as much as if you have, say, three or four times your monthly income in savings. So that's another good reason to budget because it will help you save. It's habits as well because it's, you know, if you go to the doctor and he says, oh my gosh, you know, you need to lose weight or you need to change this lifestyle. It's a shock and it's hard to change it. And so a budget can't be written down and changed instantly. It Mm. is a lifestyle. It is a habit. And if you're blowing all your money buying loaded nutritional teas every morning, then you're not going to be able to stop doing that instantly. You're going to have to, I mean, it's a little drug. You're going to have to wean off a little bit and but that goes back to awareness. Yeah, I, I read an article the other day about uh, like the top 10 budget busters, things that people don't even think about that, that end up ruining their budget or whatever. And uh, coffee was one of the top 10. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> Loaded tea. I think that's an up and comer. That's the but... <laughs> new thing. That's the new trendy thing. All the froyos have been changed out to loaded teas now. <laughs> okay, give us another reason. Why else should we budget? There, it's not just. It's not just control. It's not just saving. It's. It's there. There are several reasons. So, what's another good reason that you should budget? I'll throw one out there. Do you ever want to retire? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Do you want to work until the day you die? <sighs> Probably not. I don't. I would like to retire. I would like to retire. I don't, I don't know, know an age, I yeah. but I, know, I think we're going to talk about that in another episode. Oh yeah, we'll definitely talk about retirement. It'll be a whole thing. It'll be great. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I definitely want to retire. I don't know. I don't know really realistically when I'll be able to. Um, we're still working through our new retirement plan based on some changes in our life. Um, but uh, I do definitely want to retire, and so budget is is part of that retirement planning. You have to have a budget, and you have to have a plan for how you're going to get to retirement. 
Yeah. And same with, you know, if you want to add your add to your family, if you want to have kids. Now, obviously, I've heard, you know, you can't plan for that, but you can in a way financially, you can kind of start adding into your budget and seeing, you know, okay, is this going to happen? Of course, then when the kid gets there, it, you know, that's the shock. That rocks your budget for sure. <laughs> and you well, got to get back to the drawing boards, reevaluate, and then come back out and say, okay, we got this. Yeah, I mean, okay, so kids... You will never be able to prepare for how much they change your life and you will never know, you know, all of the things that are going to change and you will never be prepared for it, blah, blah, blah. But you can financially at least prepare for it and have some good ideas of, of exactly what your expenses will be. There are There's going to be stuff that you're going to miss because you don't know what it takes to take care of a child before you have one. But you can still, you can financially prepare to a certain extent. You cannot prepare for the lack of sleep. Unfortunately, <laughs> we have not figured out a way to budget in such a way that you are saving up on your sleep. That's just something that you're going to lose. Well, Court, you said that uh, you've got girls that are of the marrying age, and I can't help but think about, we're talking about budgets and weddings, um, Father of the Bride. <laughs> My wife's favorite movie of all time right so he freaks out about how much ahead and you got front coming in there and then the whole scene in the grocery store though is the greatest because he has lost it at this point he is trying to save every penny he can because he is not budgeted properly for this grandiose wedding and then loses it over the hot dog and the hot dog buns well i'm buying you know eight hot dogs i don't want 10 hot dog buns so i'm just gonna not pay for these yeah. yeah, I can see you doing that, Court. Well, I mean, okay, so <laughs> I think I, I honestly, I almost think that it, that that uh, that if I don't act like George Banks uh, when one of my daughters gets married, that my wife is going to be absolutely disappointed <laughs> and devastated that I didn't. Um, but he, Just yeah, keep I mean, two. I think that's what he kept saying. Two, two, <laughs> two. <laughs> um, I'll have the chipper chicken. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so another reason to budget. You got those long-term goals. You've got you've got things out there that you know you want to do. I want to be able to uh, travel. I want to be able to pay for my kids to get married uh, to to a certain degree. Um, I mean, I'm not going to fly everybody to Fiji for a, a destination wedding, and you know them and a thousand of their closest friends. But you know, I yes, I want to be able to give my daughters a wedding. And this is probably going to be something we're going to go more into depth on another episode, but I am kind of in the generation of we're just now starting to get married and have families. And I still think that a lot of my group of friends think is, you know, we're making this great money, we're bringing it home, but they're not thinking about saving for the future retirement. Mm -hmm. As you mentioned, it's like for us, it's so far away that we're thinking, oh, okay, why well, start saving now for something that's so far away? But that's why doing this budgeting, it allows you to hopefully then be able to put a plan into saving. And I think there's some crazy statistic that the money you save before, I think it's like age 30, 35, something like that. I mean, it just pays bukus because you started that discipline at such a young age mm -hmm. instead of waiting until you're within, you know, you can see the finish line and then you're scrambling to try and start planning for retirement. Okay, before we wrap things up, I do want to point out that there's at least one that I can think of, one other good reason 
that, that you want to have a budget that I'm not sure that we've really covered. We've probably touched on it, sort of swung by it, kind of <laughs> gave it a glance, waved out the window, whatever. But we haven't really pointed out that, um, like we said at the beginning, a lot of people decide they need to budget once they realize that they are in over their heads in debt. And what you do is you budget to prevent getting in over your head yes. in debt. Trying to avoid that paycheck to paycheck life and that freaking out of looking at your bank account. So those whole episode two, episode three, where we talked about the money coming in and the money going out, that is a that's a key element that we'll go over when we talk about how to budget in the next part of this in uh, budget part two, electric boogaloo, how to budget. Um, we'll talk about the fact that you've got to take into consideration how much money you've got coming in and how much money you've got going out. And they need to balance out. You know, if you've got more money going out than you've got coming in, then you're going to ultimately end up in over your head in debt. And that, Katie, I believe that would be a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yes. Okay. Just checking. want to make sure. <laughs> we do admit that this is emotional and that, you know, just because you hear the word budget doesn't automatically mean cutting costs, cutting spending. It doesn't have to mean that. It might mean some changes, but budget doesn't always have to be negative. You just look at it as something just kind of keeping you accountable, keeping you aware of where your money's going. It could be prepping for that dream house, Mm -hmm. but it could also be prepping for those unexpected expenses once you've got that dream house. Yeah, absolutely. And let's not forget about money pit. Oh, Money Pit, yes. If you haven't seen it, Shelley Long, Tom Hanks. Oh, great movie. Fantastic movie. And I guarantee you they were not prepared for the money that they had to put into that house once they bought it. Yeah, they did get it on the cheap. but yeah. Got it for the cheap, gorgeous yeah. house, and then they kept running into issues left yeah. and right. Crazy. Everything was two weeks, two weeks. <laughs> okay, so um, I hope that we've been somewhat convincing about you know, the fact that you need to budget and the, the reasons <laughs> yes, that need you it. need to budget. But in case you uh, in case you got lost in all of our meanderings, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll try and just break it down for you real quick. Um, you need to budget because, Katie, why? Because it helps you take control of your life, right? Yes, you need to take control of your life. A, number one, you've got to take control of your life. Number two... It helps you figure out where your money is going. Awareness. Yes, absolutely. Having awareness of where you're spending, where things are going, where things are coming from, and then where they're going. Number three, it helps you build up a savings. And savings is key to all of the other reasons that you want to budget, really, which are like retirement, major life events, like Weddings for your children. Mm -hmm. Sending them to college. Sending them to college. Having kids. Yes. All of those things. Budget is key to being able to successfully do all of those. With financial success, Mm -hmm. do all of those things. And then finally, budgeting obviously helps you prevent debt. Yes, that ugly word debt that debt. will be a whole series on this podcast. I'm sure. We'll cover it many, many times. Yes. So, do we have you convinced? I hope so. And if we don't, come back, give us another chance, and I guarantee it. Well, no, okay, you know what? In this industry, we never don't guarantee. guarantee anything. <laughs> we <laughs> but hope. come back, and we're going to try. We're going to try to convince you that a budget is the right way to go. Um, Katie, why don't you, for now, 
sum up what you feel like the key point is. Give us your bullseye for this episode. So my bullseye is that when you look at your bank account, and hopefully you know you're fortunate that you do have extra money each month that's sitting there, know that you still need to have a budget. Don't wait until it's too late. Don't wait until you're scrounging for money. Go ahead and put that budget in order. Go ahead and start planning now because it will pay off. And it's it's not too late ever. Start now and it will make a huge difference in your life. And it doesn't have to be as scary as it sounds. What you do now can really seriously affect... The rest of your life. The rest of your life. And it won't be as much of a burden if you just take some time and work on it now. Start early. Yes. Kids. Kids out there. Listen to your Uncle Court. Start early. (laughs) Okay, that's Katie's bullseye. What about mine? My bullseye is this. A budget does not have to be a ball and chain. A budget is not something that completely confines you. It doesn't have to restrict you. It needs to be able to move with you. It needs to allow you the flexibility to pivot Pivot. Pivot. (laughs) All you Friends fans out there. Pivot. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Cameron. (laughs) So, okay, back to what I was saying. The budget will not lock you in. It will allow you to pivot. It will allow you to plan, but also Shift as needed because things are going to come up. So don't think of it as a ball and chain. Think of it more like wings or floaties. I don't know. Something that it doesn't, it is not meant to lock you into a path. It is meant to lift you up and help you down the path. I like like the floaty reference because I'm picturing right now as you're saying this, you know, I'm about to jump in a pool and, and the budget's not wrapped around it's my ankle. It's not going to sink you to the bottom. Sink. Yeah, right. it's not going to make me sink, but it's like the cute little floaties. <laughs> it's letting me enjoy the pool and stay up and, you know. Pool is life. If you're an adult and you're having a floaties. day drink, then you're not going to sink. See, Katie, it's really simple. <laughs> life is a pool and a budget is floaties. I, yeah, I like it. It's, it's Let it be there to help you move through the pool, move through your life. Don't let it constrain you. Do not Katie, let it sink you. you and I are on the same in page sync. as always in sync. I'm Justin. I liked Backstreet Boys better. Oh, my lanta. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. We have probably, yeah, we have lost it now. That is my bullseye. I think we have a question. We do have a question. So... We weren't expecting questions this early, but I'm excited that we have one. About 10 seconds after we released episode one, I got my first question. It came from my daughter. Okay. Who basically said, Dad, where the heck do you get off saying that getting to know you came from Sound of Music? Uh, So I guess, you know, it's a simple question, but the answer is Sound of Music star Julie Andrews. The song came from King and I, which also starred Julie, Julie Andrews. Andrews. So Common I mistake. got them confused. I sorry. We're human. We'll make mistakes. Every now and then. And you can certainly call us on the mistakes. But 
So to my to my daughter and to the great Julie Andrews, I apologize. Getting to know you actually came from the King and I. Hopefully in the future, Q&As might have some questions that are more focused on our financial stuff. But if you ever want to argue with us about the uh, pop cultural references that we make, feel free. Send that in. Send it all in. We welcome it. Yep, we want to hear from you. So Absolutely. Tell them how they can get in touch with us. Well, there's the closing bell. So... If you've made it this far, congratulations. We really appreciate you listening to us. We would like to direct you to a couple of different places that you can interact with us. First of all, you can go to our website, oldcastpodcast.com. You can find out more about Katie, find out more about me, uh, send us messages, send us questions, send us feedback, and we will absolutely include your feedback so long as it is 100% positive (laughs) on the next podcast. If you want to talk to us today, you can talk to us on Twitter at at BullCastPodcast. Or, you know, you can always send us some pics at our Instagram handle, BullCastPodcast. And then finally, Katie and I have mentioned before that we work at Pickler Wealth Advisors. And Pickler Wealth Advisors has its own website. You can go to that website and find out a whole lot about our company, about our fantastic team. You can find out more about Katie and I if you want to. And the website that you would go to is picklerwealthadvisors.com. That's advisors with an O. I hope you've enjoyed yourself. I hope you check out everything that I just told you about. And you can do that to entertain yourself until the next podcast comes out. But until then, I'm Court. I'm Katie. And we'll see you on the flippity-flop.